Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? You know who it is. This is Tony Flo, and you're listening to Morning Joe with Tony Flo. All right, today we got a little something that uh, is just in time, I got to say. It's just in time, something that we all need to take a moment to ponder, that's for sure. And you know what? Let's give you a little hint. It's a little sum to cap off Women's History Month, okay? It's a little sum to cap off Women's History Month. But this is for anybody out there because you can apply this to your life. And I'm going to talk to you about somebody that has such an inspirational story, such a motivational story. Um, we're going to dive into it. So I hope you've had your cup of joe. I've had my cup of joe, uh, whatever it may be. Maybe may be some joe. It might be some energy drink, whatever it is, something of the like, okay? Let's get today going. We're going to dive on in here. Let's do this thing. This is Morning Joe with Tony Flo. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. All right, all right, all right. So let's dive on in. Now, like I said, Something to cap off Women's History Month, right? I mean, we are in March, and that is the uh, the celebration, I guess you could say, here in March. Okay, we're going to reflect on something here. Now, let me name drop somebody here. Let me drop a name that y'all might not be familiar with. But if you are, if you are, all right, you've done some research. Okay, her name is Wilma Rudolph. Wilma Rudolph. Now, she was a 1960 Olympic gold medalist sprinter 1960 gold medalist sprinter she won a bronze medal in the 4x100 uh, meter relay in 1956 and then four years later in 1960 in the summer olympics she was determined to get gold and um that the rest is history right she won three gold medals and broke at least three different world records so we're going to dive into that a little bit here later but i need to talk to you about something that she went through that created her that made her the woman that she was okay now listen to this i'm going to give you a little brief brief little story here uh regarding her life okay she was told as a child that she would never be able to walk again and wilma rudolph relentlessly pursued her dreams becoming an international track and field star. As one of 22 children, yeah, you heard that right, 22 children. She was one of them. Now, those, I, I, those, that's crazy, 22 children. She was constantly surrounded by support and care, which is actually something that she needed given her poor health. Rudolph survived bouts of polio and scarlet fever along with pneumonia. Her illness forced her to wear a brace on her leg. Now let's stop there. That that's to start off with as a child. As a child diagnosed with polio, she can't even walk on one of her legs, okay? Now talk about what I want to get into here. We need to we need to talk about defying the odds. Okay, we need to talk about defying the odds. That's what we're that's what we're getting into, okay? We we are constantly constantly facing all these different things that is that all these odds that are against us right but this is one person who went against the odds okay let's dive in a bit more she says my doctor told me i would never walk again my mother told me that i would i believed my mother now think about that she says, my doctor told me I would never walk again, but my mother told me that I would, and I chose to believe my mother. When somebody tells you that you can't do something, and somebody else, maybe a parent, maybe a relative, whoever it might be, maybe even yourself, and, and, they, and they tell you that you can, 
Who do you choose to believe? Because who you choose to believe is what you're going to go after. That's what you are going to set your eyes on. If somebody tells you you can't do this, I'll tell you what. Some, not, not all, everybody, maybe eight, nine times out of ten, you're going to be discouraged to even go for that goal. You're not going to okay, I'm not ever going to be able to jump 25 feet in the long jump for track and field, right? We're talking about track and field here. I'm not ever going to be able to jump 25 feet because my coach told me I'm never going to be able to achieve that. But if in somebody else encourages you to say, yeah, I'm going to tell you, you can do that. Let me tell you what it's going to take. It's going to take some work. It's going to take some discipline. It's going to take some long days, some training. But yeah, you can do that. I'm going to tell you what, you're going to make the decisions, the choices that's going to lead you to get to that goal. So who do you choose to believe when they tell you something? Think about that. Who do you choose to believe? Now, let's move on here. Together, Rudolph's parents and siblings took turns taking care of her. They would often remove her leg brace and massage her injured leg. At the age of six, Rudolph began to hop on one leg. By eight, she could move around with a leg brace. At the age of 11, Rudolph's mother discovered her playing basketball outside. She quickly turned to sports, becoming a natural athlete, and she was nominated as an All-American in basketball during high school. However, after a chance meeting with a college coach, she turned to track and field. Now, I already stated here, she went into the 1956 Olympic Games. She won a bronze medal in the 4x100 meter relay. Um, four years later, she ended up going to the 1960 Summer Olympics, and she was set on getting gold, and she did that. She actually won three gold medals and broke at least three different world records. Rudolph became the first American woman to win three gold medals in track and field at the same Olympic game. Her performance also earned her the title of the fastest woman in the world. Talk about defying odds. Early in her life, she's told, yeah, by a doctor, by a doctor. It's not just by somebody who doesn't believe in her, by a doctor saying, you're never going to walk again. And her mom provided an encouragement and say, yeah, you're going to walk again. She chose to believe her mom. She made the decision. She made, cho- she, she made the choice to keep trying, the determination to try to go out and to walk And now, later on in her life, she becomes the fastest woman in the world. She was diagnosed with polio. She was diagnosed with polio, okay? Not only that, she was one of 22 children. I'll tell you what, mom and dad probably barely had time to, (laughs) probably barely even had time to look after her along with the 21 other children that they had to look after, okay? Talk about odds. I'm talking about odds here. These are odds that are not in her favor, okay? They're not in her favor at all. She has an illness. She back in back before 1950, you had pneumonia. That was not a good thing. That was not a good thing. She had pneumonia, overcame that. She had polio, overcame that. She had different illnesses. She had scarlet fever, overcame that. And she was set and determined to make her choice to say, you know what? I'm going to run. I want to I, I want to run. I have my mind set. I believe I'm going to walk. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do what I can to get what I want to get. Now, the question I have for you is, what is it that you want to get? Who do you believe? When somebody tells you you can't do something and somebody else that tells you that you can, whether it be yourself or somebody else, who do you choose to believe? Do you believe that you can? I think you can. If you put the work and the determination, if you have... If you have the will and the desire to make something happen, you can make it happen. 
But it's up to you. It's up to you to make that choice. Now, this is what Wilma Rudolph said. I ran and ran and ran every day. And I acquired this sense of determination. This sense of spirit that I would never, never give up, no matter what else happened. She's saying here that she acquired, she acquired the sense of determination. That means it didn't just, wasn't just there. She wasn't, it wasn't just there. She's saying she ran, she ran and ran every, every day, every day. I will tell you what, there were probably times when she woke up and she was like, yeah, I don't feel like running today. But she understood that she needed to acquire the sense of determination that I'm not going to give up no matter what happens. She's already defied the odds of polio. You know what? If I keep going, if I know the struggle, if I go through the struggle, I know what I'm capable of. She made that decision to acquire the sense of determination, this sense of spirit that I would never, never give up, she says. How about you? Will you acquire the sense of determination? Okay, moving on here. A little deep there. Sorry if I got you. Whoa, easy, easy. All right, all right. We're moving on. We're moving on. I had a series of childhood illnesses. Scarlet fever, pneumonia, polio. I walked with braces until I was at least nine years old. My life wasn't like the average person who grew up and decided to enter the world of sports. Believe me, the reward is not so great without the struggle. Now, let me rewind here, go back to a couple episodes, maybe even my first couple ones, where I said anything worthwhile ain't going to come easy. And anything worthwhile is not going to come without struggle. Something that you want, something that you desire, something that you've been shooting and aiming for, and you relentlessly want to get after it, guess what? Struggle is going to come along. There's going to be series and seasons where you're not going to be disciplined. There's going to be seasons where you're just not feeling like running. You don't feel like running every day. Maybe Wilma, she probably did not feel like running every day. But she was determined to get what she wanted. Are you determined to get what you wanted? Do you want to shed off that extra weight? Are you determined? If not, you need to acquire that sense of determination. Well, how do you do that? Well, I'll tell you what. You make the decision. You make the choice. Now, this is something that my pastor said not too long ago. And I tell you what, it rings a bell to anybody and everybody. You're going to go through trials. There's going to be times when life gets hard. There's going to be times when there's going to be some pretty, pretty bad situations that you're going to get yourself into. There's going to be trials that come along. But you don't make important decisions during your trials. You make those decisions. You make those decisions and set that at the start. You set that at the start. You say, you know what? You know what? No matter what happens, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get up and I'm going to work out every morning. No matter what happens, I'm going to get up and I'm going to show up first early to work before anybody else. No matter what happens, this is what I'm going to do. And you make that decision before trials come. When a trial does come, guess what? You're going to still continue to do what you've made the decision to do. You make that decision before the trial comes. Because if you make that decision when the trial comes, during the trial, guess what? You're going to be like, you know what? I deserve some rest right now. I'm just so tired. I have so much a lot, a lot going on in my life. And you know what? I, I deserve you know, a, a nice, good cheat day with all kinds of cheat meals, whatever it may be. 
you make a decision during the trial, it's not going to be a good one. But you make that choice before that trial happens, before the struggle happens that, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. You're going to make choices to continue to push through that trial, to continue to push through the struggle and to achieve what you want to achieve, to get what you want to get. She says, believe me, the reward is not so great without the struggle. If it's just handed to you, that taste isn't so sweet. Sometimes it can even be bitter. If a championship is handed to you, it's not as sweet as it is when you were the underdog, when you know how much time and how much effort you've, been, you've put into the team, you've put into yourself, you put into your training. When you work, when you struggle, you put your body through torment so you can achieve and get the goal, the reward that you're seeking. That's what makes the reward amazing. Now, to sum this all up, to cap it off and to finish up this episode, I want to make a point here because it's almost like sometimes we can be trained to be a certain way, to almost stay chained to our disadvantage even after we've been set free from those chains, okay? We can have the mentality like this doctor gave her, okay, that you're, you're not ever going to walk again. We can almost train ourselves to believe that, train ourselves to stay chained to that disadvantage even after we've been set free from those chains. I tell you what, there's times when you can, you can try so hard and to get to where you want to get to. You can, train, you can be trained to have your mentality a certain way so much so to the point that you'll never ever be released or set free from what you want to be set free from. And that all goes to your mentality. I hope that makes sense. I'm almost struggling to put it into words, but I think you can get what I'm saying. I think you can pick up what I'm putting down, for lack of a better term, okay? What I'm saying here is don't fall into the mentality that you're not going to get what you want to get. Don't fall into the mentality that you aren't worth anything. Don't fall into the mentality of self-pity. Don't do that. That's an assault on your mind and that's not that there's no place for that in your mind. I'll tell you right now what you can get is freedom. What you can get is free from the chains that have bound you to what you think, what you think you'll never get. The disadvantage that you've been chained to, you can be broken free from that. You can be broken free from that. Don't be trained to have this mentality, to, to have this way of thinking that you'll never mount up to anything, that you'll never be worth anything, that you'll never get as far as you are aiming your sights to be. It's unrealistic. Don't fall into that mentality. Like I always say, and I think that's important here, is you got to stay curious. You got to stay curious because if you don't stay curious, you're not going to learn new things. You're not going to learn something new. You're not going to continue to push yourself to learn something new. You need to stay curious. Not only that, what did Austin say? Commit, right? Got to commit. Now, speaking of Austin, we're going to have in the next week or two a new segment that I'm going to put together that Austin's going to help me put together, and it's going to be a little, little nugget 
from Austin Nealon himself, from his expertise, from his experience, personal trainer, business owner. If you would like to hear that, stay tuned because he is going to bring some good hot stuff that's going to be coming up next couple weeks. Now, going back, right? Going back. You can't accept those kind of, that kind of mentality. You cannot. It's not going to develop anything. It's not going to be helpful for you. It's going to be hurtful for you. Don't train yourself to have that, have that mentality. Instead, you need to realize that you have a purpose. You need to realize that there is a reward for you, but you must, must go out there and get it. It's going to require some work. It's going to require it, – it, guess what? Struggle is going to happen, Okay. Let's let's just let that be a warning. Struggle's gonna happen. Can you push through it? What who do you choose to believe? Who do you choose to believe? Are you gonna let the odds take advantage of you or are you gonna defy the odds? Are you gonna be somebody who defies the odds? I think you can be and I shoot. I hope I hope that I set an example that I can be somebody else who defies the odds as well. Being a a father, being a husband. I hope I'm I'm a husband that sets an example to my family. I hope I'm a father that sets an example to my son or any future children I may have. I hope I set a godly example for them. Now, let's see what you do. Let's see what choices you have. That's all I got. I know I kind of went into a little soapbox there for a little bit, for a little minute. But you know what? That's, that's all good. It's all good because I think it's good for everybody to hear. So you know what? We're going to end it right here. That's really all I got this episode. You know where you can reach me. I'm going to be on Instagram. At Tony Flow Podcast is the handle. You know where you can reach me there. Um, you know what? We're going to have a good time when we have Austin coming on. You know, i got some other guests lined up as well. So stay tuned for some more Into the Inspiration episodes. But that's all I got. That's all I got. Let's learn from Wilma Rudolph's example. Let's defy the odds. Let's defy the odds. All right, y'all. That's all I got. I'm out.